Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Brendan Escott, Cam Moon with you for one final hour here this summer. Bob back in the main chair tomorrow at noon. Oilers now brought to you as always by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. In about a half hour, we will open up the River Cree Resort Casino hotline and send it your way. Uh, but in the meantime, I'll tell you that some guests of the show do receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse, the greatest steak you have ever had follow the sizzle to 9990 jasper avenue tell chris and chef altoff that oilers now sent you gonna be seeing these guys one more game this year and any extra battle of alberta is good in my books Let's head down the QE2 and connect with our headliner today, Ryan Leslie, who covers the Flames for Sportsnet. The headliner brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Ryan, you are on with Brendan and Cam. How's it going today? I'm great, boys. Great to be with you. Love the beef jerky. And you know there's a Ruth Chris here in Calgary. Just letting you know. There you go. Oh. Okay, we might have to float a gift yeah, card saying. down the QE2. We'll see what we yeah. can do. <laughs> uh, appreciate you jumping <laughs> aboard here. It's uh, certainly the, the final dog day, we'll call it, of uh, of summer. Although up here in yeah. Edmonton, we've had uh, some more recent news a little earlier in the summer. Uh, you guys were dominating the news scene with a new general manager, a new head coach. And the dust has certainly settled a little bit. But Ryan, why don't you set the table for us? How's the, how's the marketplace been in the last couple of months? months it's still just as fascinating i think as maybe when we sort of entered the summer and we knew that uh, the change was upon us i mean there's still a lot of lingering questions and uh, they dealt with one and that was tyler to via the trade with new jersey um but there's still i believe it's six uh you know players who are entering their final year of the contract there's been some dialogue with the team as far as you know i'm not going to resign here um there's been some healthy dialogue about uh, what's happening next, but we're still very much in a holding pattern. As you can imagine, uh, we talk about these dog days of summer and then things are about to get going. Um, it's a rare chance for some GMs to kind of get away the last couple of weeks. So there hasn't been a lot of activity. There's been some phone calls for sure from as far as Craig Conroy is concerned. There's been a lot of dialogue with uh, some of his players. And, you know, I think anybody who has expressed um, you know, about the future here, that's not going to affect them coming into the season. So I don't, I think no news right now is good news because Craig, first of all, is not going to try and make a deal 
that he doesn't feel that there's very, uh, fair or you know equal value. And he's a new GM, yes, and some of the other GMs want to take advantage of that. But he's sitting tight for now. And those players will come into camp, be professionals, uh, try and win hockey games, and we're going to see how this thing plays out. But this summer has been very interesting on a number of fronts, a lot of change, and still a lot of uncertainty. One of those changes, head coach Ryan Huska coming in, a lot of time as, as an assistant coach, but a lot of time in the coaching industry. And to me, seems uh, as a very intelligent, very well-prepared coach. You've probably got to know him quite well over the last few years. So just your thoughts on Ryan coming in and, and being the new head guy. Yeah, I think you teed it up perfectly, Mooner. I just think that, that this is a coach who... I always, and I don't know if this is the best way to describe it, but he's kind of like that teacher that you loved in school. You never wanted to let him down. He was good with you. He was firm. He was fair. He got the most out of you. And that's the way I look at it. He is a teacher. Um, he's a professional. He's a gentleman. And he is a guy who I think has the respect of everyone in that room. Uh, to a man, they all wanted Ryan Huska to be that coach. They know what he's all about. And he's authentic. And I think that uh, that rings really true um, with the players. And I think uh, um, given where this team is right now, if they're going to you know, run with this team, he's, he's a good fit. And if there's going to be change and younger players, like Craig has suggested in the, in the near future, that's a good fit too. And he's got a lot of relationships with these guys who've come up the system and in with the big clubs. So I think it's a natural fit. I think it's a good fit. And depending on where this direction takes everybody, I think he is the right coach for a lot of different scenarios. So um, he's worked with the D-men in the past. Um, I think he's got a lot of uh, a lot of great things that he brings to the table. And I think being a communicator is probably right at the top of the list. And I think that uh, he's going to be able to get the most. It, it's it, you know he was under Daryl Sutter for sure uh, the last number of years or a few years, but he's very different. And I think he's going to be able to tap into these players in a different way. And I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, there's a lot of players, guys, who have to have bounce-back seasons. Let's not dance around it. You know, they're Nazem Kadri, Jonathan Huberto. You're going you're gonna to have uh, Oliver Shillington come back uh, after missing a full year. Um, you need a goaltender to bounce back. So there are a lot of players who are coming in and going, i got to be better, and I want to see how uh, the new coach can kind of tap into that. I wonder, as we chat here with uh, Sportsnet's Ryan Leslie, it's, it's a fresh start and a clean slate for guys that seems like they really needed that. No, look no further mm. than Jonathan Huberdeau and, and Nazem Kadri. And it's weird to say because they, they were sort of fresh faces there. But it, when you're looking at a new general manager and a new head coach and a team that has an opportunity to fill a captaincy spot and, and maybe have some of the leadership roles settled uh, into place with with a newer group or this this rendition of the Flames. When I talk to you about the Flames captaincy right now, is there a standout candidate or candidates, Ryan, that uh, that really leap off, off the page to you? No, there isn't. And um, I mean, that may be settled and we could be having this conversation in a week or two, uh, depending on uh, who sticks around or, or who comes in. But there hasn't been. And that's not to suggest there isn't leadership. It's just been a little bit by committee. Uh, Michael Backlund's the longest serving Flame here. Uh, is he going to be around in the future? Uh, Elias Lindholm, arguably the best, uh, most complete player on the roster, is he going to be around? Is he sort of, you know, fitting in that captaincy mold? Um, you know, you could look at uh, Rasmus Anderson, whose career is just, you know, it's a great story how he came in and 
and sort of got himself in shape and has become a real dangerous pro out there. He can be vocal, but he's really matured. And uh, so is he a captain going forward? Uh, does somebody new come in? But right now, as we sit here and talk about it, honestly, guys, I don't know as though there's a no-brainer. You know, Blake Coleman is here for a while. Um, just a honest, hardworking player who's won two Stanley Cups. There's some guys here. That, that have it, but it's been by committee. And I'm not sure as though that there's one. I'm not sure it's been a huge priority. That may change by the time the season starts. We may say, yep, that makes a lot of sense. I get it. And then you move on. And I just don't know if at the on the last day of August, if there is a, a no-brainer here. But uh, certainly they've been getting it done with uh, a number of uh, veterans and a number of talented players. Dustin Wolf, how hard is he going to push for NHL mm. time after he's had amazing years in the American League and the WHL before that and he got the one game in last year but and, and played well which is a, a, no surprise to me that's for sure. Uh, how, how many games do you think he'll get? Do you think he'll push for a spot on the roster? You know, and no shortage of confidence either. Um, this guy believes in himself. He's done, and, and why shouldn't he? Because he's done just about everything at those levels you mentioned prior to the National League. So yeah, I think he is going to push. I think Dan Vladar and and Jacob Markstrom at this point are your goaltenders. Uh, we'll see. No, not only does he push, but you know, I'm curious to see because there's a lot of you know in Calgary last year, and I think even the year before, Daryl Sutter made it very clear. You know, nobody's just running up taking jobs. We're just not seeing a lot of that. So I want to see can he now go through camp and be what he and others believe he is and that is a goaltender at the national hockey league level he's done it in the american league for sure and he's ready to take another step can he do it uh you know with a full camp and i don't know if he can steal a job but can he force maybe them to make a decision with what they want to do with one two and or a third goaltender so uh it's a great storyline he's a great story and just a competitor um, you know, real late pick and uh, has never, ever stopped taking his foot off the gas. And anytime I've been around him, uh, you can just feel the confidence that he exudes. And certainly, you know what he's capable of doing on the ice. And, you know, and he's got a lot of people rooting for him and a lot of people who think this is ready. So do they have a situation here where, you know, they've got to make some hard decisions? I think this camp is going to go a long way. Uh, any other prospects that you're looking at here Ryan heading into the season do you think we'll get uh, a look at uh, or a longer look I should say at Jacob Peltier for example is Coronado going to factor in yeah I think those are both the ones that come to mind uh, Jacob Peltier you know and I think too the relationship and the connection that he and uh, Jonathan Huberto have um, that started to form last year was was really noticeable. Um, Matt Coronado, I think he's getting his legs under him. And when he came in, he was all starry-eyed and, you know, a little bit starstruck and kind of taking it all in. And and I think uh, so this is uh, those are two players who I think legitimately could push. And I think Pelche's probably got the uh, upper hand, of course, a first-round pick from a few years ago. And, you know, has shown real glimpses. I like some of his bite to his game. And Coronado can skate, and he's kind of you – know, neither player is, you know, physically dominant, but they, they've got a little edge to their game. And, yeah, I, I just look for those two as the – maybe the ones that are more obvious uh, uh, coming in. I think they're pretty pleased with um, this year's uh, first-round pick and what he did in their summer development camp. And But I really think Coronado and Pelche are, are legitimately the ones to keep an eye on. 
the fact that it's new GM, new coach, not brand, not new to the organization, but just new sure. to those positions. Does that help those young guys as far as getting maybe more opportunity or or, or not? Completely, yeah, completely. Um, and everybody, including those players, ears perked up when Conroy said, you know, at his introduction as new GM for the Calgary Flames, young players need more of a look. We got to get more young blood in here, and Craig knows the value of that. And I think that those two players had to say, okay. Finally, here we go. The young guys are going to get a, a real look. What that means in the standings and uh, the stat line remains to be seen. But opportunity is what, you know, you've got to sell a little bit here um, on the organization and to the players themselves. So uh, I think that those guys have been given a little bit of a look, Pelche a little bit more than Coronado. But certainly with uh, the way Ryan Huska coaches and the, his path is, and Craig Conroy, who was a college kid and came in and, you know, played over a thousand games in his NHL career and has worked every position to get to where he is now. Um, they understand opportunity, maybe more than most. Um, there's nothing wrong with, uh, with veteran leadership and a veteran presence and veterans up and down your roster. But I think they see the value of young blood, young legs. It's a young man's game. And uh, I think they're going to get a shot to shine and and i think they'll live with you know the bumps and bruises that go along with it or the the lumps or the highs and lows so um yeah i think there's a little bit of excitement i think that's where it was too you know the last little while too when you're out of it like get the, the cry down here was get these guys into the lineup and matthew phillips and pelche moore and coronel let's take a look sell a little hope right there's nothing wrong with selling a little bit of hope with some real ex- realistic expectations and i think I think in Calgary they've they've got a little bit of that. It's it's pretty realistic about um, where they are right now and the uncertainty of where they could be going. So um, I, I look for those two young guys to just kind of show a little bit more. If they're ready, we'll see um, for you know prime time. But they're certainly going to get an honest look. Last one from me as we chat with Ryan Leslie here from Sportsnet, our headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot with this one, Ryan. Is Noah Hannafin a Calgary Flame by the trade deadline this year? No, I don't think he will be. Really? Um, no, I mean, he has informed them that he won't be signing long-term. Uh, and I, I should say, too, guys, like Noah Hannafin absolutely loves the city. I, I know he and his family quite well. They love Calgary. He's a Boston boy. He's got over 500 games or around 500 games under his belt. Uh, he loves the city. He has a wonderful relationship with fellow American Craig Conroy. Um, he's worked with Ryan Huska. So this isn't about anything to do with uh, get me out of here and, you know, this isn't working. This is just an opportunity for him to perhaps be a little closer to home if he signs that big ticket. And that's, that's all it is. Um, he loves this place. And so I think, you know, it gets a – especially of late, starting to see, you know, some comments come out and then you see, well, what's going on in Calgary? Is it not, I love it. It's just, it's just a hard get when you've got an opportunity to maybe play closer to home or in front of friends and family, wherever that is. And so you got to, you know, you've got to address that the way you do as an organization. But I think Noah Hannafin is going to come in prepared. He's going to put his best foot forward. He's going to try and win games, as we said, and he's looking forward to it. Spoke with him a week ago. He is very much looking forward to getting here and playing and seeing how this thing unfolds. There is no animosity. There's been great communication uh, between he and Craig. And so, you know, you, you let this 
the market sort of figure out where it is. And we've seen other big name defensemen either traded or signed um, from Carlson to Petrie. You know, there's lots. So uh, where does he end up? Time will tell, but uh, I don't anticipate any issues with him coming into camp and uh, being a real difference maker on that blue line. He's a good young player in the prime of his career. He's got lots of games under his belt. He's a healthy, uh, durable defenseman who can who can move. So um, I don't think he'll be around by the time the trade deadline is here, but wouldn't it be <laughs> played this back to me on that final day? And <laughs> you never know, maybe they're a game or two out or a game or two in and, you know, all of a sudden that's now you've got real hard decisions to make. Don't you guys where you're kind of like, well, what are we doing here? Are we, are we pushing all our chips in or not? Noah Hannafin's a pretty good piece to have. Yeah. So we'll see. He is, uh, he is not under contract next season. In fact, only two Flames defensemen are Rasmus Anderson and Mackenzie Wieger. So a lot could be in flux in short order here for Calgary, or we might see some contract extensions handed out. Who knows? Ryan, yeah. this was a blast. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your summer and uh, all the best this season. I'm sure our paths will cross soon. Can't wait. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Ryan Leslie from Sportsnet down in Calgary. You're not going to believe what Uncle Milt has done for you. I'll tell you when we come back on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. So how many days in a row have you and I been doing this? It feels like a lot. A few. It's been a few. It's been a few, yeah. But not so many that you remember to turn your mic on? (laughs) No, 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 absolutely not. You don't have to tell me six times. Well, maybe you do. I think if you count it up, this is day 13 in a row. Okay. I'm pretty sure that we've been on the air. Can you imagine if Uncle Mel was just to be like, hey. Hey. How about $1,000 off for every day these guys have been grinding away in August? How about $1,000 off... For every single day, these guys have been grinded in August on the purchase of a truck for one listener, one day only. What if I told you that all of this is happening right now? They're running a one-day sale Whoa. in celebration of what Cam and I done. I can't believe <laughs> the folks at Brent Ridge are doing this. But yeah, they want to do this for you. A $13,000, not $1,300 a $13,000 discount on a brand new 2023 F-150. Pick up the phone and call Uncle Milt, or if you're a Flames fan, we'll let this one slide. You can call Chris, (laughs) (laughs) 780-352-6048 to get in on this deal. Uh, 2023 F-150 from Uncle Milton. He's saying, let's celebrate with $13,000 off. You've been waxing and waning on buying a truck. I think today's the day. Yeah, if you've been thinking about it, you're not going to do a better deal than you are today. No, that's... Wow. 780-496-0063 is our number. You want to talk to Uncle Milt about that truck? 780-352-6048. Okay, that's uh, a real treat there for Uncle Milt to be doing for us. Appreciate that very, very much. I'll remind you as well, Oilers now injury report, and we don't have any injuries to report, but when we do, (laughs) it's brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. We're going to open up the phone lines, but that might be a moot point now because everyone's going to be calling Uncle Milt for a new truck, but we're going to try it. 
We're going to go open line after this 1.30 newscast. And you know what? I mean, we talk so much about the positive angle of things. I want to know, what's your biggest fear heading into this season? Maybe, like, I, I guess McDavid's health would be an obvious one. But is your biggest fear that Calgary is going to have a tremendous sugar rush turnaround season with all the freshness there with Ryan Huska, Craig Conroy? Um, you, you know, like, is, is there something else gone on in the Pacific Division? It's not like Los Angeles got any worse. They beefed up. So, um I wonder. I wonder how many hmm. people want to tell us their biggest fears about the season. We spend so much time ogling over the players that we have here. Are you worried about anything? 780-496-0063. If I can pry you away from the phone as you're trying to get yourself a wicked deal on a truck. <laughs> Brent Ridge Ford is where you're going. Exactly. Teammate Kurt says... Not to state the obvious, but that was a great interview there with Ryan Leslie. Keep up the great show. Appreciate that very, very much, Kurt. Logan's kicking it off. He says goaltending is his biggest fear. Can Stuart Skinner repeat the kind of production that he had? And if not, can Jack Campbell step up and be the 1A? As I've said before, Campbell, in my opinion, is a fantastic deputy. I don't know that you can trust him to be the sheriff. I just don't know that he's got that track record. But as part of a dynamic duo in concerto and concert, I, I think that, well, good grief. The situation here has been a lot worse in years past. I understand the concern. I totally do. I, I like to look at it glass half full. I think they're going to be all right. I think Jack Campbell has a bounce back. And I, I do believe Stuart Skinner will stay along the same trajectory that he's shown you know, throughout his career. Mm -hmm. So I, I think Stuart Skinner is going to be fine. Campbell is going to be a little bit better than he was last year. But I hope so. That's a best case scenario. No, that's There's true. certainly that wiggle is. room there. 780-496-0063. We've got some callers in already. The board's filling up, so Ooh. you'd better get those fingers moving. We're going to send it off to Kevin Robertson. He'll keep you updated with the global news headlines. And when we come back, we'll spend our final half hour mixing and mingling with you.